Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here over Red State Talk Radio, our flagship station throughout the United States and around uh, the globe. I also want to thank uh, Loving Liberty for being there with us. And hey, friends, uh, bringing us into their family was also a very, very good thing. I want to thank our uh, good friends um, at FreedomWorks, my good friends at, at FreedomWorks, and your good friends at FreedomWorks. Become a part of a movement. Go to freedomworks.org freedomworks.org is where you want to go to and become a part of a movement hey i got some really great guests coming up today the second hour uh they'll be with me yeah i met and met them over the weekend i told you about them yesterday and i think michelle has them lined up for the second hour of the day reggie carr and johnny thomas founders of i'm a trumpster i'm a trumpster will be with me and no uh just so you'll have full disclosure right now these are two black men they've worked with uh la reed and babyface and they've worked with uh capitol records and now they've uh made this i don't know when the birthday bash for uh the 50th birthday bash for melania is going to take place but they've made a nice video uh for that i was able to take part in that and i look forward to uh talking to them about how they got uh on uh, came on to this uh, turned on to this road uh seeing how it is the music industry is mostly you know really just absolutely primal liberal all the way and then i'm not not primal liberal you know it's certainly not primal liberal because liberalism in its classic form looks like thomas jefferson you do know that don't you yeah yeah liberalism and pardon me in its classic form looks like thomas jefferson but what has happened over a period of time, uh, people who call themselves liberals, uh, well, they and that wasn't working for them because it wasn't true to form. So they begin to call themselves progressives. OK. And then uh, uh, as Dr. Thomas Sowell says in my movie, Runaway Slave, Dr. Thomas Sowell says, well, once uh, the people figured out that uh, they were still the liberals and call themselves progressive, they changed the name back to liberals. OK. So, so friends, we have to keep our eye on the prize, have to keep our eye on the ball. And the prize is the republic that has been given to us divinely, I believe, by almighty God. This place is blessed. You got you to think about this. As the numbers 
of COVID virus begun to be exposed for what they truly are in places like Russia and China. I mean, the, the burning, the body burning bins in China have not stopped in a month. The body burning bins in China have not stopped smoking. They have not stopped burning in a month. So you better stay woke as we as we have brought to life this particular uh, uh, saying. You better stay woke and read between what I was telling you about reading between the lines. I, what your lying eyes are, is seeing is a whole lot different than what they're telling you with their lying lips in your ears. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And the numbers are beginning to spill out of Russia. They're beginning to spill out of China. Real numbers are beginning to spill out. Well, it's obvious that, you know, it's bogus what's happening with the numbers that are coming out. But anyway, all of that is... um, uh, beginning to become exposed as things are going to be even more transparent. I have a feeling here uh, pretty soon. And uh, we're just going to have a fanta- fantastic uh, time here today sharing with one another. And I really, really can't wait to uh, dig into our conversation with um, Reggie Carr. And it's going to be a really, really great time uh, for us here. So stick around, call a friend, tell them to tune in because C.L. Bryant's show is on the air. Um, I believe, friends, that something is brewing again that will make... Nancy Pelosi and Barack Obama, along with the rest of the Democrat Party, look like absolute idiots. Um, This is not front page news, and it's not gathering front page news because it's coronavirus, okay? But I I want you to keep in mind now that something's brewing here with this uh, Mrs. uh, This woman who has come out who was once an intern of Joe Biden's um, and she's now claiming that he sexually assaulted her. Hmm. Yeah, he is. um, She is uh, claiming that. And as quiet as it's kept and Corona has been giving it uh, coronavirus has been giving it uh, a lot of cover. Um, But Joe Biden was a near-do-well candidate anyway. And the coronavirus has basically silenced his his voice. Anyway. Pardon me. And the last thing that he needs, period, is to have something like this hanging there in the air waiting for President Donald John Trump to poke at it. And Trump doesn't have to uh, go overboard with it. Uh, he just simply has to ask the question that he, he sh- that should have been asked. 
how come they're not Stormy Danieling uh, this thing with Biden the way they Stormy Danieled this thing with Trump? Huh? <clears throat> and that uh, you know the president uh, was a billionaire playboy. No, no big deal. Nobody was assaulted. Nobody, nobody was assaulted here. No. Even in that grabbing by the nobody, he that was just listen, women, and and I'm not making excuses for him. I'm not. I'm just saying this is real. This is on the real side, women. I have many girl cousins, and I have been in the car with them on many occasions, many occasions as we grew up together. I have been alone with them as their one of you know their male cousin. Uh, they shared with me uh, things that they wouldn't. And I know the point that I'm saying is this: I know women talk like that. Yes, they do among each other. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and uh, you, yeah, you can best believe that men do too. And so the president was uh, betrayed by someone who was in that circle uh, saying something silly that men say, and there you go. But that's not Biden's case. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not Biden's case. That wasn't Clinton's case either. Huh? No, both of them are accused of raping women. Biden and Clinton, not the president. And I, I just want to know how come uh, uh, there hasn't been in this uh, situation a Stormy Daniels moment come up on Joe Biden, but I, but, oh, you better believe one thing. It's a coming. <laughs> and <clears throat> what I have liked so much about the way um, this administration handles business is that they have tried to be as uh, strategic in the way they time things. Uh, they've been very strategic about releases. And a part of the success that this, this president has had is his timing. And I, I think uh, the, the largest part of it, though, is that God is ordering the steps right now, even in the midst of <clears throat> an adversity, even in the midst of all of that, the, the steps are still being ordered. Maybe not because of the president, but because it's a nation that God loves that has been friendly with Israel. And I got to tell you, maybe it is because of the president, because the president is a friend of Israel. And scripture has said to us that I will bless them that bless you. I will curse them that curse you. There always has to be winners. There has to be losers Huh? God doesn't determine who that is because you have a choice in the blessing or cursing yourself. You don't have to necessarily curse uh, the Muslims because you bless Israel, but don't uh, curse Israel in the process of blessing Islam. You don't have to curse Israel in the process of blessing Islam. 
you know, or in the process of saying good things about Islam. Islam does not have to, uh, the Muslims, uh, the Palestinians, as they want to call themselves, uh, don't have to curse or want to destroy Israel in order to press the case for their land. Some may say they'll never get it if they don't press the case violently for their land, but they haven't gotten it pressing the case violently for their land, have they? It's only delayed the process. Nobody wants to deal with terrorists. And I know that so many will make the case, well, the Israelis are are the terrorists. No, they got to that place in uh, history uh, because they were in bondage. Yeah, they came to that place because they were in bondage by the ancestors of the Palestinians. Don't forget that the Egyptians, the Palestinians, the Riyasser Arafat comes out of, is an Egyptian, okay, who got run out of out of Egypt. And it, it has always <clears throat> been strange to me how little little Israel is surrounded by all of these Arab nations with a lot of land. Oh my God, the Arab nations have so much land. And I never will forget what Golda Meir said, you know, uh, uh, how, how can we be God's chosen? What, what, what do you mean we're God's chosen people? He led us to the only place in the Middle East that doesn't have oil. <laughs> it's because he wanted to make sure oil didn't get the credit for the blessings that you receive. It had to be him. Yeah. <laughs> Golda Meir. <clears throat> How can we be God's chosen people? She was saying in jest when he has led us to the only place in the Middle East that does not have oil. <laughs> I've always said it's because he didn't want the oil to get the credit for how he is blessing and has blessed Israel. And so I don't know why the the Muslim countries don't give the Palestinians land. All of this is going to come back up. Corona is beginning to die down, folks. And we have got to uh, be, become uh, to hone our ears. <clears throat> we got to get back to work. And then we have to hone our ears to what's truly going on around us because there are some things that have taken shape while we slept, while we were on um, um, rest, well, you know, um, relief. (laughs) Um, Things have taken shape right under your nose that you're going to have to attune yourself to Again, keep in mind, it's not Donald Trump who wants to um, move the election from November 3rd to some other time. It's not Trump who wants to do that. It's really the Democrats who want to bait Trump into having an argument about it. So far, he's stayed away from it. In fact, he said uh, that uh, he's never crossed his mind. And let's trust that it never does. If it changes, let them do it. It has to be an act of Congress anyway to change it. 
So if it does happen, let them do it. And I have said over and over and over, and all of you know that uh, and that's the new theme that's going to be ringing out across the land. It's going to be brought up by uh, these two gentlemen that I'm going to be bringing on here uh, in the next hour, Reggie Carr and Johnny Thomas. Johnny Thomas and Reggie Carr are going to uh, come at us with I'm a Trumpster. That slogan, and I am a Trumpster. I'm a Trumpster, but I don't believe that you should overexpose the President of the United States. Uh, it's like um, overexposing. Um, you you know what the mystique is about Dr. Thomas Sowell, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Even though Robert De Niro is total nut, but he's a fantastic actor. I, no one can take that from him. But he's a total nut, liberal nut. But he's a fantastic actor. But do you know what uh, creates the mystique about them? Is that you don't see them all. They're they're a rare sighting, and uh, it, it it adds to the aura. Doctor Thomas Sowell is a rare. Of course, he's uh, giving interviews now, and I thank God that I was among uh, the fortunate, the blessed, in this lifetime who got a chance to sit down with him and sit at his feet and um, learn some things from him. He appears in my film, Runaway Slave. But he was a very rare sighting. Uh, Robert De Niro, rare sighting. Brando, Marlon Brando was a rare sighting. Sidney Poitier was that way. He was a rare, rare, rare interview. Cosby was, man, anybody check in on Cosby? Is he, all right? Is he still around? Is he still around with us? But anyway, that rare sighting. And and it adds to the mystique. And so when the president is on the television all the time, even though the president loves the camera, there's no question about it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what he did. That's what he was. That's what he's doing. It's, he, Donald John Trump is a brand. And you keep a brand out front. But the president of the United States is um, something different. In fact, it's even greater than a brand. It's greater than the Trump brand, even though Trump has made it his own. The president of the United States is a larger brand than we can possibly imagine. I, I would like to see it go back to the reverence, the, the reverence that it once had when I was a kid, when I was growing up. But that all changed in the Nixon era. You know, we lost uh, a lot of respect for the office. And we should not have. We should have kept the respect for the office and uh, understood that it's always inhabited by people who are very flawed. An ideal office inhabited by people who are flawed. The most powerful office in the entire world, inhabited by people who are flawed with judgment on the use of power. And it began with Nixon. We'll get it back. When we talk about keep America great, when we talk about make America great again, and that's what we were talking about, getting it back. That's what Donald John Trump has always been talking about, getting it back. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. I'll be back with more after these few words. Don't you go anywhere. Back in a minute.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL by with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you for coming along with us as we build the bridge every day from 1205 in the east until 2 p.m. in the same daily right here on the um, CL Bryant show over Red State, Red State Talk, uh, our flagship station. And of course, I want to thank all the other terrestrial stations and as well um, loving liberty for bringing us into their family uh, as uh, as well three and ten <clears throat> three and ten one two three uh, right there um, you guys step one yeah they, three and ten Americans believe that the Chinese and China Chinese people they blame them for the coronavirus breakout. Uh, that's a pretty decent poll. Over a thousand people were polled. Decent poll. I think it's more than that. But I think a stage is being set. I want you to hear me on this because um, the only way I've given I've given a lot of thought to this. I've given a lot of thought to this. The only way that the Democrats may gain a foothold is if the nation, our nation, America, begins to descend into civil disobedience and chaos that can be manipulated, stirred, and spurred on by Democrats. And with the numbers rising, in America, and this is what I'm imploring you to do. This is what I'm telling you. You better do it, or otherwise you'll be used like chumps. You'll be lo- used like a tool. You had better not start acting crazy with Asians. Are you hearing me? I don't know what it is <clears throat> about our nation, and maybe it's because of the attack that uh, did occur on, in, uh, in Pearl Harbor, but it, it, you know, Asians were being big-time discriminated against long before then, long before there was any airplanes <laughs> or anything to fly into aircraft carriers or into islands uh, that we was our territory. Long before then, Asians in this country had been, especially out in the West, you know, been very much discriminated against. And it seems, I don't know why, as I was saying, easy to dump off on them. 
I, I, you know, I, I don't know if they're, you know, low man on the American totem pole, you know, as far as ethnicities go. But I know that it seems to me as though it, it's easy to dump off on on the Asians. Be careful. I'm warning you. I'm warning you. Be careful that you do not allow that type of attitude to create uh, or to cause you to, to become a pawn in the hands of those who want to see civil unrest break out in this nation, who want to see that. Well, I um, know that um, those numbers are or bigger than that, more than three in 10 Americans blame the Chinese and the way people's lives are turning out, the way they are going and the way things are happening, especially when we're looking at uh, the the prospect of a second wave uh, coming through Deborah Bix. Uh, who is um, on the uh, coronavirus task force, the president's coronavirus task force. She has now warned us uh, that our job right now and our job in the White House is to ensure that we are ready for anything that happens in the fall, whether it's testing, whether it's PPE, personal protective equipment, uh, whatever it is, ventilators, um, uh, whether it's a complete uh, surveillance system that understands that we have to track for a systematic as well as <clears throat> uh, individuals. And um, it seems as though all of those pieces need to accelerate, expand, and be ready because she believes the virus will return. In the fall, well, we have not left summer or spring yet. We have not left uh, uh, springtime yet, but we certainly can look forward to this perhaps raising its ugly head again in the fall. Um, joining me now are two men that I met just uh, a few days ago and a lot of people have really given me the blues for being out there and coming out there uh, to a gathering like that uh, I mean the riot act was read to me by uh, members of my team when they found out I had gone out there I, t- I didn't tell anybody I was going I just went and I ran into these guys uh, who have known me and uh, and uh, my work and I'm beginning to know their work and I want to help promote it uh, Reggie Carr and Johnny Thomas, they are the founders of I Am a Trumpster. And they've created a beautiful video for whenever we celebrate uh, Melania's 50th. It's going to be a bash if we can do it. Uh, 50th uh, birth, uh, birthday anniversary or celebration. And uh, we were outdoors doing this thing, and their work was very tasteful and very insightful. Help me welcome to the show for the first time Reggie Carr and Johnny Thomas. How you guys doing? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Bryant? How you doing? 
fantastically well. Glad to have you on. Uh, let's start with you, Reggie. There is an industry that still seems to be very much uh, sleep. They are not woke yet, but you were a big part of that interest industry. You cut your teeth in that industry. You've worked with uh, big companies like LaFace, SLA Reed, and Babyface, and Capital uh, yeah. Records. Yeah. You've worked with yeah. both of them. Tell us, give, give us an insight into that type of mindset uh, here in America right now. Talk to us about that. Okay, so being in the, in the entertainment business, um, we're, we're creative people, um, but that's not, you know, who we stand for. That's something that we do. That's that's a God-given talent. Um, it, it's so much bias in this industry, uh, and, and we do different different forms of music, but in the R&B, rap industry, it's, it's more, you know, uh, African-Americans. And it's just we, you know, we we lose jobs from that, you know, from that standpoint. Uh, we we just go through a lot of flack. But as we're going on, believe it or not, Mr. Bryant, as we're going on and we're getting out there, and people are seeing and we're teaching and we're showing this, it's starting to to starting to change. Uh, so when we decided to do this minority bus tour um, for and promote President Trump's agenda, getting him reelected. And also passing out paraphernalia to, so they can people can read and understand. We said we got to market to our people a certain way. Uh, we we want to make it exciting. We want to make it exciting. But you know, in order to to get these people to change, we have to get their attention first. And when we get their attention, then we can present how um, and and the things that uh, President Trump wants to do for us and America and Americans. We're all in this together. We're all we're all humans. We're all Americans. And so that's where we go out. And we and we and we teach that, and it's not an easy situation. But that is our core: is to change that narrative to where you know, hey, wake up, open your eyes. This is what's going on, and this is better for all of us. Tell right. everybody right. how to tell right. everybody how to access your. I want to keep you through the break if you can stay with me. Um, tell everybody how to access your website, how to get you guys to where they are, and how to get on the schedule uh, for this bus tour that, uh, hey, all of us, let's try and make this happen. And they're going to give us the info on how to get that done and how to make it when we come back with them. But uh, one of you, uh, tell us how, uh, Johnny, tell us how to uh, contact you guys. How do we get on the website? How do we get hold of you? You can go to www.ima, I-M-A, Trumpster, T-R-U-M-P-S-T-E-R.com. That's imatrumpster.com. I'm a Trumpster. Dot com. Go there and check out everything that we have been talking about and uh, check out perhaps the schedule that the bus will uh, roll through once we get it wrapped and rolled, uh, you know, rolling through. I've talked to uh, yes, sir. Yeah, other people um, about this. They have expressed interest, but you, it always begins at the grassroots, friend. Everything begins at the grassroots. Uh, there was another young man who was uh, working with Charlie uh, 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 Kirk uh, uh, um, the other night that was there, and uh, Charlie's a good friend of mine. And um, he was saying something, friends, that uh, we must vote from the ground up, not from the up to the ground, you know. And in other words, he was talking grassroots. Uh, that's what this is. This is a grassroots movement right now that uh, Reggie and Johnny are uh, on. Um, do I know that black folks understand what 
what grassroots is all about. The civil rights movement was a grassroots effort. But has that begun to fade uh, what truly happened in the 60s and the 50s and 60s? And is there a stolen valor? Are uh, many uh, times what we're seeing these days, people stealing the valor of Rosa Parks. They're stealing Dr. King's valor. Uh, because, friends, I tell you, I lived through the 60s. I lived through all that. I was, I was born in 1956, and, and I've lived through that. And I can tell you, this this is not the 60s. And so when we return, we want to talk to these two men who are dedicated to uh, telling stories on film. They create your story, stories about America on film. And now they're creating a fantastic narrative that goes along with their telling of the Trump presidency. And um, they're wishing I met them uh, at a birthday bash uh, for Melania's, uh, our first lady's uh, um, 50th birthday celebration. And we're going to have a big bash here one of these old days when we're able to get back together uh, for Melania, and I'm sure uh, this film hopefully will be prominently displayed, this clip that Reggie and Johnny have put together. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, that is a America. I'll be back. If you're traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above his historic and iconic Ripley's, believe it or not. And there you will see the Red State Talk billboard. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there. Just about a block from where they dropped the big ball. And old CL's face looking right back at you there in Times Square. Although it's tumbleweed going through there right now. There's not much happening in Times Square. But soon we'll be back to normal and uh, we will reclaim. We'll take back our nation. Don't go anywhere. I'm CL with Reggie Carr. And I'm a Trumpster. Uh, hey. Right back. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. That was my good buddy D Rock across America. D Rocks across America. And um, I was blessed to lend my voice to uh, his one of his latest releases, I Am an American. And um, if you, in fact, you know what? 
Uh, that reminds me, I might want to hook D-Rock and Reggie and Johnny up because uh, they are coming and they're cut from the same cloth. That could be something we can hook up there. Uh, my special guests, uh, uh, Reggie Carr and Johnny Thomas, I am a Trumpster. I am a Trumpster is the uh, slogan, is the icon and the brand that they have going right now. And on to talk about it is Reggie Carr and Johnny Thomas, uh, who have created that brand. I am a Trumpster. Get you a hat at uh, get you some paraphernalia at I am a Trumpster dot com. And uh, we'll see how uh, we can get the president re elected. Hey, um, Reggie, when we talk about um, the journey that you are wanting to go on, what are you hoping to accomplish with a bus tour? Why do this? Where are you going? Um, I hope to accomplish uh, education, teaching, and where we can basically first turn Colorado back to red. And, and at the same time, um, get this, this great man back reelected in office. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge and we're up to the challenge, but yeah, yeah, the overall accomplishment is president Trump in the office, Colorado back to a red state and our people to understand the opportunity that's, that's before them by having this great president in office. And that's that- the goal. That's the goal. And, folks, that is the goal when we talk about black voices for Trump. Uh, You're hearing uh, a black voice. Full disclosure for all of you who are listening to the show, every voice that you're hearing coming to you right now uh, throughout the Fruited Plains, wherever you are, and wherever you are at sea or around the globe. These are three black American voices in this country who happen to be conservative and who happen to be pro Donald John Trump, uh, Reggie Carr and Johnny Thomas have made a film and or their filmmakers to honor uh, the president and um, the first lady honoring her 50th birthday. They're doing really great work. And I have some uh, feeling that much more work is slated. Do you see anything down the road uh, that may come from this? How what would you want to be doing? Uh, both of you are relatively young men. You have to be because I'm a young man. And I know I'm older than both of y'all, and so, uh, <laughs> uh, and so, and so, what what do you see y'all y'all doing? Uh, say five years from now, how's it look? I, I, my my trip, my goal. You know, once this gets going and 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 it gets to where we need to go, because um, believe it or not, Mr. Bryant, um, we want to get to the president. We want to sit down. We want to go to the White House. We, we want to uh, be able to work for him, uh, with him in the campaign, and, and, and just do all the things that need to be done. If it's promotions, marketing, uh, anything intellectual that we need to teach, we need to you know go pound the pavement. You know, we have no problem being in the grassroots and the streets. At the same time, we know how to go over to the other side, to the corporate side, Congress. Um, I was already asked to run in Colorado um, as a state representative, but I chose to put that on the back burner because right now the most important thing is we need to get President Trump in office. That has to be 
that has to be number one. He's got to get back in the office, reelected, and then we can go from there. But yes, uh, I have I have um, political aspirations as well. But you know, and like one was meeting you, uh, that was great. And thanks to uh, Kim and Randy and Evie, I was able to be able to meet you. And then now we want we have Hannity on our list. We got. Fox Nation on our list. We got all these people we want to meet. I've already met the president. He's already signed our our material. But I would love to sit down and talk with him to see what else we could do and how he could help us do what he uh, needs us to do. Well, the doors are certainly uh, opening for you, and so I think that uh, uh, your um, our possibilities have certainly increased in achieving your goals. And, and, and brothers, I, I really admire your aspirations and um, your goals. I want to do this. Uh, I've had everybody on this show from Hannity to Glenn Beck, Judge um, um, Janine Pirro is a regular on the show. Uh, and I always ask them at least once and uh, this question, everybody, any politician who has been on the show, and all of them have been on uh, the show. Um, I want, I always ask them this question, and you guys look like you're going to make some noise out there, so it's important that uh, we get an insight uh, into you after the work is done, after you have accomplished your goals. I'm going to ask you uh, uh, individually, Johnny, I'm going to start with you. Um, once you hang up your spurs, you're sitting on the porch, you're rocking, looking off into the sunset legacy. What do you want to be remembered for? What would you want us to say about you once you're rocking in the chair, you know, holding hands with a significant other and, uh, watching the sun go down. Talk to us. Well, I made a, I, I would sit back and, and, and walk in that rocking chair and be, content knowing that I helped bring a nation together. Um, that, that, and that's my, that's my main thing, just unity, black, white, uh, Asian, Spanish, just, you know what I'm saying? We, we worked hard and I had a, a, a little, a, a little something to do with, you know what I'm saying? Bridging that gap between the nation. Reggie, same question. Legacy. What would you want to leave behind? Um, kind of the same thing. I would I would just implement a couple of different things for me. Um, my mother was a, a Democrat, and she recently passed. Mm-hmm. And but she always taught me all my talent came from her. All my morals, my ethics, character came from her. So she's not here, but I know she's with me in spirit because she's guiding me. So what I would like to do when this is all over is do something to uh, memorialize her and then also know that I had something to do with educating and teaching uh, my, my people, minorities, on how to, you know, get away from the, the norm that they're used to and come to the other side and, and where the grass is much greener. You don't, they don't see it now, but they will see it. And, you know, people like yourself, Mr. Bryant, um, I, they don't even know about you. And, and of course, you would be one of the people that would be on our tongues when we speak, and and, and we can show them that look at this man right here. This is a great man that you know nothing about because they're they, they're blind. They're, they're they're they shut their ears and they shut their eyes, and they don't see. So that that would be my legacy. I would like to be a part of changing that. 
Bless your heart. Listen, uh, God bless you and God keep you. Tell the folks one more time how to get in touch with you all and how to get a hold of you all. Okay. The the website is I M A so that's I'm a Trumpster dot com and you can go straight there you can even our, our phone number is on the website as well so we answer all calls we we, we, we we do all interviews we do everything we can long as it's positive and it's to where we need to get you know we want to go into the grassroots where the where the problem is we don't want to deal with symptoms we want to do we want to deal with the disease so we need to get into the streets we need to get raise money for this bus and we need to bring all this uh, intellectual and all this uh, uh, and, and all these narratives that we have and and get direct our people and, and minorities to where the right side of the fence is which is the republican party conservative and once again that's i'm a trumpster www.ima i-m-a trumpster t-r-u-m-p-s-t-e-r.com god bless and keep you both continue to fight the good fight i know that you will because you are fighting the good fight reggie Car, I want to thank you so very much for being here with us today. And uh, I want to also thank uh, you for being um, in a situation or putting yourself out there, you and Johnny, um, to be ridiculed, to be poked at. But that's the only way a society progresses is if someone is willing to be bold. And thank you for your boldness. Thank you for joining uh, the the army with us. And uh, let's move forward and let's make sure we secure the republic. Uh, Reggie Carr and Johnny Thomas, talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you very much. Thank you much, Mr. Bryant. Thank you. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. And that was Reggie Carr and Johnny Thomas on with me. I'm a Trumpster. I, apostrophe, I'm a, I'm a Trumpster. Go to that website. Check it out. I'm telling you uh, that I uh, I got a cap the other night. Uh, I'm a Trumpster. I wear it, and because uh, ain't nobody gonna mess with me. You know, I mean, I guess I look crazy or some people don't bother, don't bother me. <laughs> but but just the same. <laughs> I uh, am really glad to have met these guys, and I'm going to do what I can to uh, try and help them. And um, so go there. I'm a Trumpster. I'm a Trumpster uh, dot com. When we come back after the top of the break, and if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant show, you need to download free. Uh, the 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 cl bryant show on your favorite device and of course uh, you can listen to us wherever you go but uh, when i come back after uh the top of the hour i was um talking about when i left you how there is brewing a perfect storm for um, xenophobia, Chinese xenophobia. And the thing about it, uh, and, and I'm not giving any um, license and reason why it's okay. Don't, don't get that twisted. Okay, I just don't want you to get it twisted. But the thing about it is the Chinese don't make it easy to just walk away, forgive, ignore, you know, whatever, because of the posture 
that they're taking over this in us against the world type posture. And I think the best thing for them to have done was just to admit, hey, we screwed up. We're sorry. We didn't mean it. Uh, What can we do to make it better? You know, but they don't want to find themselves blasted back by this disease into 50 years ago. China was backwards country, backwards before Nixon unleashed them. It was Nixon who did that. And so um, JetBlue is, um, of course, I do my very best never to to fly on JetBlue or anything like that. But uh, JetBlue is insisting. Uh, They require face coverings for customers. So it looks like it's going to be that way as far as the reopening of America is concerned. Looks like all types of precautions are going to be put in place. uh, A new. (laughs) Okay, so you go through TSA now. You got to have all this. Oh, man, it's going to be terrible. Pre-check. Okay. I'll be back after the news. I'm CL. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice, the C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. You're listening to The C.L. Bryant Show, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on The C.L. Bryant Show daily, daily over Red State, our flagship station. And I want to thank Loving Liberty for coming alongside us as well, and all the terrestrial stations who do us in replay uh, throughout uh, the land. I want to thank you. And And also, friends, um, when we think about the road ahead of us, and we are we are on the road to 2020, man, 2020. Oh, it it was one of those years when I was 30 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah, 
when you look toward 2020, oh man, that was a year that was almost magical in the projection that you had in your mind of what it was. And so we're here, right? We're here. It's 2020. The year 2020. It's a presidential election year. We're asking questions now, not about um, what is the future of America. We're asking questions now as citizens of our individual countries as to what's the future of the world. And, and, and it's, it's very interesting to see how we have all globally, we've all been placed in this, in this situation together globally and as a you know as an ordained uh, old ordained baptist minister pastor i've pastored uh, a few churches around the country you know from coast to coast i've pastored a few churches and i've always been very interested as to how it comes about that all of us on a global scale come under the auspices of one government. Well, it's all about universal health care in its own way. If there are universal global uh, edicts and global uh, regulations, regulations is the word I'm looking for, about how we are to behave ourselves, then they have control of your health and health care as it's going to eventually need to be. This thing has almost made that an inevitable occurrence. Do you realize, are you, are you hearing me? Another wave that uh, hits us as hard as this one did, and maybe not the same virus, but it does put us in a situation where we must provide health care universally. And government, yeah, is going to pay. But who is that? It's you. But where are you in the midst of these uh, pandemics that might roll through? And they have been predicted, not by the scientists of the day, but they were predicted before uh, we knew that the earth was round. God did. God says in Isaiah uh, that he sits above the circle of the earth. He knew it was round. Mm -hmm. He knew it was round. <laughs> and so um, 
it, it is it is profound how it was has been told to us that that this will happen. But when I look at the pandemic and I look at how the world responds and how all of us, uh, when we come up against something like this, we're the same. We're frightened of the unknown. And we behave very much like human beings, regardless of what flag, what color your skin, you're waving around, you know, you're a human being after all. It boils down to that. And this virus, this coronavirus, is teaching us something here about uh, the nature of who we are. It's teaching us something. And it's teaching us how easily we can be led into a situation where rulers, despots, even kings take hold of our societies. And then they network among themselves as to how it is ruled, how it is done. And they elect amongst themselves someone who is the capo de tutti capo, the boss of the bosses who are in charge of your health around the world and believe me whoever controls your health care they gotcha <laughs> they gotcha wondered how this would sneak in and I'm, and, and, and I'm, I'm trying to put the pieces together as to the, how the Chinese and the progressive liberals um, could have pulled this off. Was this something that uh, just was a, perhaps stumbled onto? I don't believe in coincidence. Coincidence and me have never been uh, on the same page. I just don't believe in coincidence. Even though I am not a conspiracy theorist, uh, in no way, shape, or form, I am not. But friends, I don't believe in coincidence. And as we, everything had been tried, everything had been uh, brought out, uh, every weapon that could had been aimed at this administration to take it out, uh, telling um, folks that, you know, the president of the United States, Donald John Trump, was a Russian agent. I mean, come on. I mean, really? That's what they were telling folks. They were, they were trying to tell people that. They Then, then you know, he uh, was strong-arming the Afghanis. I mean, you know, the Afghan president. He was strong-arming him. So you need to be impeached. <laughs> That's now. If you were to say that to someone alive thirty years ago, that you were going to impeach a president who, at the at the time, was living in the midst of the greatest economic boon that America had ever seen. Period. If you were to tell somebody living 30 years ago 
that we're that America would come to a place where it would impeach a president of uh, such success because of a conversation that he had with the Afghani president that somebody didn't like they would ask you why would you do that and that's still the question why why do that why uh, kill the goose that lays the golden egg that's what we've done America when we shut down uh, our government when our government was shut down when the Chinese lied to us and we accepted those lies uh, as truth and, and and we had to shut down our government. We killed a goose that was laying daily golden eggs. I mean, we were skyrocketing. But in one hour, it seemed like it all come crashing down. Scripture talks about that in, in the book of Revelations. One hour, it just, it just comes crashing down. And, you know, it'll come back because we... We're we're here. We want it to. We want to work. But you had better believe that there are forces out there that would love to see this crash. You want to you want to know. And hey, follow me on Twitter at Rev R E V C L Bryant. My latest real talk uh, out there is all about this. You want to see. You want to know what um, the Green New Deal looks like. Take a look at your America right now. You know, that's what it looks like. Government, you know, running around waving hands like Keystone cops. Well, you can open, you can do this, 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 but you can't do this, 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 that, that. (laughs) What? Huh? You can't plant seeds. What? I mean, come on now. I mean, you're just going too far. There are some people you cannot give power to. Now, um, Andrew Cuomo. Now, I know that many of you think I'm nuts by saying this, but I'm telling you, I'm going to stick to this. And I'll I'll, um, say I'll be the very first. I'll have to be the first to say that I was wrong because I'm going to ride this horse right here that I'm about to uh, let out the barn. I let him out uh, a month ago. I let this house out, or this horse out of the barn a month ago when I first saw him uh, on TV talking about this. Andrew Cuomo will be his party's nominee because he'll be drafted at the convention. Joe Biden is damaged goods. They won't admit it yet. They they really don't want to admit it yet. But Joe Biden is damaged goods so um, there you go the only person even though he adamantly denies he backs off uh, of everything but the profile that he is beginning to um, push forward the profile that the media is beginning to push around Andrew Cuomo is giving us indications. It certainly gives me indications because I, I, I'm I'm between the line reader. I read between the lines. 
tells all of us that Cuomo is positioning himself to run for president. Uh, his statements like this, um, and, and he's very he's very coy. His father was this way. Andrew Cuomo uh, says he wishes he had blew the bugle earlier on COVID nineteen. Um, I'm I wish someone stood up and blew the bugle. And if no one was going to blow the bugle, I would feel much better if I was a bugle blower. Stop right there. (laughs) That is coy. Oh, that's coy. I wish someone had stood up and blew the bugle. I wish, I wish. I would, uh, if if and, and if anyone was going to blow the bugle, I would feel much better if I was a bugle blower. If anyone was going to blow it, I wish it would have been me that had done it. But he wished someone had stood up and blown it, which always that someone is at the helm helm of all of this. He that was, that was a very coy way, but then he he says that he wished he had been that bugle blower. Very coy way of uh, putting, trying to trying to take a jab, of taking a jab. He's he's gonna get the nomination, and um, we need to pay close attention as to how this virus flares up because by November third, twenty twenty, we'll be in the throes again of um, of well, winter will a fall. Fall would have come in September. And uh, we'll be in the throes of fall, in the very final throes of fall before December winter. And so, um, depending on how this plays out, because of course the president, all of you must know this by now, has launched the largest campaign, political campaign that America has ever known, probably the world has ever known. You know, everybody, we have everybody working for the president, for Trump to reelect this president. We must. We cannot allow this to slip away. And I don't I don't think we will. And and, and the thing that's working in our favor right now, conservatives. Is the fact that Joe Biden is crumbling before their very eyes. He's he's melting in their hands. It's a mess. They don't know what to do with him. They finally got him to a position where he could actually secure the nomination, but he's still standing on shaky ground. Ever since, this girl called CNN to tell them, at least the girl's mama, called CNN to sort of say, I I know a friend of a friend or I have a daughter. She said it. But I ain't going to tell you who she is. I ain't going to tell you who he is. But uh, I just want to know what may be done. And that's on record. That's CNN. But CNN ain't talking about it. It's their stuff. (laughs) It's CNN's uh, stuff. Larry King was on CNN. It was CNN's stuff. But they're not talking about it. And the only thing that's saving Joe Biden right now is the fact that there is coronavirus floating around. Because they would have to be called to the they would have to talk about it. They would have to be called to the carpet, and he's going to have to talk about it. 
He's not going to be able to escape it if he's the nominee. And he's not going to be able to explain that. He gets mad every time somebody brings it up. And if you if you think that some tenacious fox or conservative reporter is not going to flip that old man's lid, uh, you are out of your mind. They are going to try and whack him with that. Joe, you better get ready or you better bail out. I think he's bailing out. I think he's going to go. And I believe that it's going to go to Cuomo. I'm telling you that now. I've said it for a while. I know it's so. I know it to be so. Cuomo is going going to be the nominee. Cuomo is going to be the nominee. I've said it, and I'm going to eat the crow that goes with it if I'm wrong. Now. All of you hang around. Um, much more of the C.L. Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the show, download free. Tell a friend. Be sure to tell a friend about the show. Uh, I thank you for helping making us so popular, uh, especially now that people are you know looking for an outlet or um, to sort of stay woke and keep their sanity. Come along with me. Let's talk about some things that normally we're not talking about so that you can uh, share with your friends the very things that you uh, get from the show. I'm CL. This is the CL Brian show. We'll be back. Don't you go anywhere. Hey, it is a great day in the USA all because of people like you. Keep it great. I'll be back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation here in the USA. You know, we're all trying to find out how to protect ourselves, how to um, better protect ourselves against this COVID-19. I saw this thing um, about this rare, uh, European doctors um, warn rare kids, children's, rare kids syndrome may have tie uh, to the viruses. And the article is about um, uh, doctors in Britain, Italy, and Spain have been uh, warned to look for a rare inflammatory condition in children that is possibly linked to the new coronavirus, the COVID-19. 
Uh, you see, Corona's been around for a long time, but COVID-19 is a new strain of the coronavirus. Um, Britain's Pediatric Intensive Care Society issued a um, an alert to doctors noting that uh, in the past three weeks, um, there has been an increase in the number of children with multi-symptom inflammatory state requiring intensive care all across the country of uh, Great Britain there and the um, of uh, England. And so um, the group said that there was growing concern that either a COVID-19 related syndrome was emerging in children or that a different unidentified disease might be responsible. And this is what I was talking about here. How do you get uh, in this world to a place where um, you have um, a, a, a wave of virus going on in, in the country? You have a wave of it going on. Are you hearing me? You have a wave of it going on. How do you get to that place where all of us can be led like sheep? How do you get to that place? And, 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 and all of us become uh, actually instruments of our own undoing our own demise. How do we get to that place where a one world system of government comes into play and we're all susceptible to it? How do you get to that place? It's, it's easy when you think about it from the standpoint of government controlling health university. I'm not talking about universal health care in America. I'm talking about controlling health universally. That's what the World Health Organization, which uh, is housed there in the United Nations, is all about, right? But they failed us. They have shown us that they can indeed play politics, and they can play politics with people who, in fact, are um, enemies of ours. Which means that there can be a corruption. There can be an ulterior motive for noble organizations such as World Health Organization or the United Nations. Oh, my goodness, yes, we know that that's the case within the United Nations. But what can actually bring the nations into unity? I'll tell you. A virus, an invisible enemy that can attack, attack and uh, bring to nothing great and powerful company co- countries. America will be brought to her knees if our people don't get back to work. that thing that's invisible that has in fact brought down countries 
Italy didn't have a whole lot to lose. Italy, Italy was already on the scrap heap. And the people were old. They have no young blood, you know, in Italy, France the same way, Germany about the same way, Russia about the same way. They're already on the scrap heap. England was headed that way. They were on the scrap heap. America was booming. We were making others behave themselves and pull their weight. But now, you think we're having difficulty. You just imagine how difficult it is for people who live in countries that are not nearly as prosperous as ours. Oh, yes, we got a great opportunity to see just how wealthy our nation is. Hey, you get down, you get down and out. It ain't like the, it wasn't like the Depression. Oh, I guess you could go and get a relief check, I suppose. But uh, you couldn't get this that you're getting now. Our nation wasn't that wealthy then. We're wealthy now. But we won't be. If we keep this up, we won't be. If we don't change our directions and change them pretty doggone fast, we will be brought to our knees. And then, and then the bottom falls out. We've just looking at the beginning of sorrow. Okay? Many, many years ago, um, that stood out. These are the beginning of sorrow. It stands out all by itself. It's one, one, one line there. And we're, we're seeing that. We're getting a taste of that. Now, you may believe it, you may not believe it or not, but it was told to you from before it was ever told, before it was ever come about. And our ancestors, people who came before us, they expected hard times. Are you hearing me? They, they know what it was. They knew what it was to be hungry. They know what it was to live through drought and everything. But no society has ever seen the level of sophistication that this society has seen ever. Yeah, every society has been hungry. Every um, country has experienced hunger. Our society has experienced great hunger. Depression, people jumping out of windows and stuff there <laughs> off of bridges because they were ruined financially. Yeah, this country, every country has experienced great depression. But no country has ever, no world has ever existed where you had this type of um, mental capability to overcome just about anything and know about just about anything you can possibly name. But yet an invisible virus takes you down. Isn't it amazing to find out truly just how fragile we are? Huh? And even in the midst of all this, you have Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, having endorsed Joe Biden. I, I guess they're just going to believe that Joe is going to get by um, with a pass and nobody's going to talk about this woman who's accusing him of assaulting her. 
Well, Hillary's been that road before. She's been down that road before. With Bill. So she's used to standing by her man. And so she's decided to make Joe her man this time. And she's going to stand by him. Okay. Okay, Joe. You got Hillary on board now. I'm still saying he craps out. Uh, he's a knockout in the in the uh, in the ninth round. He's a, it's going to be a ninth round knockout. This thing's going to floor him. He doesn't want to go through this hassle. He wants to be president of the United States. There's no question about it. Hillary's endorsed him. Pelosi's endorsed him. Obama has endorsed him. For what? He's going to be a ninth round knockout. He's on the ropes now, and we haven't even gotten out of the blocks because he's handicapped by a virus that is, who knows, who knows, who knows, Joe and the Chinese. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that Joe and the Chinese had something going that the rest of us should have known about. <laughs> That's another reason why Joe Biden uh, really can't hold that nomination. Joe, Joe can't uh, uh, nail any nails in the hands of anyone on the cross when it comes to China. He can't. He can't nail. He can't hold the hammer to nail any nails in the hands of Trump. Not when it comes to China, not Joe Biden, not with his son uh, making the kind of millions that he made uh, from the Chinese who without the skills that he had to have the job that he had. No way. Joe Biden is a flawed, flawed candidate. Oh, my God. The baggage he carries around with him is so heavy. They're going to have to dump him or he alone single-handedly Joe Biden, Uncle Joe will sink the ship. He can sink it alone. Him and him and Hunter. Joe, Joe and Hunter sinking the Democrat ship. And you Democrats, you keep in mind if if I happen to be wrong, then that will mean that you Democrats have gone out will be going out of existence if you if you are smart and even though Cuomo cannot beat Trump but if you're smart you go with someone who at least can wave the the, the standard with um, some voice Joe Biden doesn't have a voice he has tenure. He has seniority for sure. But Joe's never really had a voice. Who is Joe Biden? We, he's been around a long time, but we've never, ever thought that he was presidential timber. Never. Now that you have someone in the office who is presidential timber, who is uh, capable, and he's shown that over and over, and he'll do it again. We're going to see to it. The economy will boom again. You finally have someone in the office who knows how to make that happen and knows um, the regulations that were rolled back did make that happen. You have that. And why, why take that, the administration away that's laying the golden eggs? 
Why do that? And so, friends, um, when we think about where we're going and and the the journey that we're on, the road that we're on, then we have to understand this is a serious deal. This is a serious, serious deal. So take heart. Keep um, buck up. (laughs) Buck up, buck up, buckaroo. It's going to be okay. It won't be as bad as all that. But uh, there's something going on here um, with the evolution of this other thing they're finding in Europe. Um, And these children, uh, rare kids syndrome, uh, causes the child to need... um, intensive care they don't know if um, it's evidence of uh, COVID or uh, evidence of an emerging um, virus with peculiar with particular symptoms rather like um, like the ones that are being seen these children in Europe it means that you know there's a mutation could be going on. I don't know. And, uh, you know, and that's exactly how the president got in trouble, saying stuff like that. Um, and because he's the president, what he says, you know, whatever he says, whether you believe it or not, it still bears weight. And so, but that's what I'm, that's, I just started saying, you know, maybe it's some kind of um, mutation going on. But, you know, I, I have a following, uh, things I say bear weight, but I'm not, I don't know if this is a mutation. And the president didn't know, you know, if, in fact, um, anyway, whatever is said, he's, people are going to say he's, but I tell you what, rejoice and be exceedingly glad, Mr. President, because great is your reward in heaven. Because people who are persecuted like you are being persecuted, uh, the scripture says great is their reward in, in heaven. He's a new Christian. You know, the president is. He's a new Christian. I mean, really converted, you know, born again. He's new to that. But he's an old street fighter. And he knows how to fight in the street, and he likes fighting in the street. Me too. And there's a lot for us that uh, to wage um, a little bit of war against. There's a lot for us to do. There's a lot for us to fight back against. But what are we for, Republicans? Do we know, uh, conservatives, what we are for? Everybody knows what we're against, you know. But but do we know what we are for? Who are we? Why are we? Do you believe in the principles of smaller government? Huh? Less taxes. And that uh, the best knowledge comes from the people who elect other folks to office. But beware of those leaving the state of their origin and the state of their current condition of fleeing there. Beware of them coming into your state and sitting on your town council, your school boards. Beware of that happening because I can tell you 
that you can change. That's what happened in Colorado. Colorado was really one of the first states to be taken over by folks coming in from California or New York. You know, someplace like that. Colorado was a red state. It was a red state. It was flipped because Coloradans who had been here forever began to be influenced by those coming from other states with money. When you could buy land here in Colorado, dirt, dirt, cheap. Of course, now, if you did buy some land back in that day here in Colorado, you are sitting pretty. You should be in the money. Yeah. So, all of us, all of us now have to... um, look out for the Jeff Flakes of the world. You remember, you know, Jeff Flake, a never Trumper flake from Arizona who still may call himself primary and Trump, you know, flake Senator Jeff Flake who wants to would have stabbed the president in the back uh, if, in fact, he had half a chance. He says the vision of the Republican Party under President Donald Trump is not the future of the GOP. I guess Flake is saying that because he believes he's the future of the GOP. And uh, I guess... Uh, I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth So you cling me up inside You thought I was to die for So you sacrifice Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA and um, uh, as I we head down this home stretch on today's show uh, I want to leave you with this a warning if you will Another reason why we must reelect President Trump to the White House, to the presidency, we must. It's because there are people like Jeff Flake from Arizona, a never Trumper, uh, a backstabber, who feel. Who's, who's quoted as saying, I don't know anyone who thinks that this 
is the future of our party. This is a demographic cul-de-sac we're in, if nothing else. Anger and resentment only go so far. So you have to have a governing philosophy. I don't know of any of my colleagues who really believe that this is it. I just couldn't support Trump long before he started to run. We're getting good conservative policies. Uh, you know, you know, Jeff Flake. Now, this is the reason why you must reelect Donald John Trump, because if you don't elect Donald John Trump, if in fact Joe Biden uh, should ascend to the presidency, this will then give to the Republican uh, never Trumpers an opportunity to uh, allow someone like Jeff Flake to ascend to a very lofty height. In fact, if Donald John Trump loses the presidency, you will not see the Republican Party um, ever be like it was. The only hope that a party like the Republican Party remains uh, a stalwart of what could be called conservatism. The only way they remain relevant is that Donald John Trump is reelected to the presidency. And you know what, folks? I know y'all hear that siren. Uh, um, being here at the house, I have the the uh, windows uh, to the deck out there open. And, uh, man, I have been hearing so many sirens um, these last few days, uh, and it's amazing. I just don't know what's going on. So I've looked around. I've looked at the news. I don't know anything that's going on, but they're in a hurry to get somewhere uh, and help somebody and do something. But we must not allow the emergency, the urgency to um, invade and steal absolutely any reason or any reason for us to live as a republic again. Oh, my goodness, that that even hurts to say that. To to give you a reason to switch, to change, to what? Huh? If America go away, and I say this all the time, I got to say it again. Where do people go? If America go away, where do people go? And so that's the question that must be asked. And what are you prepared to do to make certain that she does not go away? She doesn't leave us. I don't know where she will go. Will she be hidden? Will the the idea of America remain hidden in our heart if we fundamentally change the way we live our lives in this country, the way we take care of business with TCB in this country, huh? Will that fundamentally change the way we take care of business in this country? I think it will. Yeah. 
And I, I think it'll change. It, it, it may have already changed. I, I said this a few years ago. The fundamental change may have already occurred and we don't realize it. I said this when um, President Trump was being berated by the far left and the leftist Democrats. I mean, everything that was good for us seemed to be bad for for them. or And everything that seemed uh, good, uh, bad, good for them was bad for us. Huh? That's the kind of relationship that um, we were having with them. Anything that's good for them is bad for you. They don't want, they just did not seem to want us to um, do well. They begrudged a booming economy. I don't care who you are. How do you do that? I don't care what the, who the president is. I mean, if Obama had made the economy boom, I, I would have gladly eaten crow and voted for him a second time. I mean, no, I mean, uh, the second time around. Of course, no, I did not vote for Obama either time, but I would have voted for him the second time around. If Obama had made the economy boom as much, if Obama had done what Trump had done his first three months in office by deregulating a lot of things, causing American business to come home, if he had done that, oh man, yeah, he got on it. Uh, yeah, I could support that. I could, yeah, I could support that. Because I'm not voting the party, I'm voting the man. I'm voting the, 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 the policies that he is espousing the strength of him being able to make that happen. This is a guy who could have gotten anything done. Now, if he'd have been too doggone um, right, far right, he'd have been called out for it. But John Kennedy would have definitely been called out because all accounts, he'd be, he'd be a conservative now. At least he'd be a CEO. He'd definitely be one of the the type that I know of. No question about it. So things are a changing. Has the fundamental change already occurred? And do we be? Are we going to be stupid enough? To allow this president to, I just don't ever, I don't see this happening in no way, shape, or form, but it could. This president could lose the election and America loses, period, if that happens. Because people like Jeff Flake will rise on the so called right and you will have people like AOC uh, absolutely hijacked, absolutely hijack the Democrat Party on the left. And the fundamental change of this nation will, for all uh, intent and purposes, be complete. If this president, that's what rides on this. If this president loses this election, that's what rides on this. 
it, the fundamental change can, in fact, occur. They want it to occur so badly, and, and I'm not really sure. I hate to even consider or think about what lengths they may go to in order to make the fundamental change occur. But I know there's one thing. Up until right now, up until this thing has happened, it was way, it was pushed into the dark. It was pushed into a dark corner, that fundamental change. It was pushed into a dark corner when the nation was booming economically. The stock market was skyrocketing. The fundamental change, the Green New Deal, it had failed. It had gone away. But I tell you what, if you want to see what the Green New Deal looks like, look at your America right now. Go ahead. Take a look. That's what it looks like, and that's what they want it to look like. They want you to be at a place where you have to call upon them as you would on Almighty God, Abba, Father. They want you to call them Daddy. They want to provide for you. Yeah, well, stealing and sucking the juice out of a nation that has shown in these last three and a half, three and a half years under the leadership of this president that it can be prosperous, incredibly prosperous. It can be a nation where everyone is working. It can be that nation. It was that nation. Doesn't it seem strange to you that somehow, someone, somewhere, and you know who they are, they are glad that the prosperity that was being passed on to black Americans, Latino Americans, women in this country, they are glad that that momentum has stopped. They're glad. And so you better pay attention to who they are. Pay attention to where we're heading here in this nation. Pay attention. Because um, come fall, I've said there's, uh, we've been told, we've been warned that there's going to be a second wave of this. We're seeing in England uh, something showing up in their infants and their children uh, that they don't know if this is some type of, um, you know, um, change and I'm not, I'm hesitate to say the word mutation of this virus but it's still here among us even as we begin to open up and come around people and be around people and all that type of thing um, and now top Chinese scientists uh, they're saying that the virus is likely to keep coming back each year so um, there you go there you go. Well, friends, um, thank you all for coming along with us, building the bridge to conversation daily. If you don't get both hours of a C.L. Bryant show, I certainly uh, invite you to download free the C.L. Bryant show. T.H.E. The C.L. Bryant show. Follow me on Twitter at Rev R.E.V. C.L. Bryant on Twitter at Rev C.L. Bryant. I um, uh, certainly would want to encourage you to go to um, freedomworks.org, freedomworks, 
www.ghostsofthepresent.org and become a part of a movement um, weekly. I am uh, doing, um, sometimes bi-weekly, a real talk segment. Um, and it's been very wild. It's been wildly um, successful, wildly watched. And I'm certainly thanking God and giving him the glory for all of that. Well, friends, I want to thank him for bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our mind. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL. And friends, I, from the very bottom of my heart, I'm praying for those who are uh, affected by this. I pray that you remain healthy. I'm praying God's blessings upon you. And from the very bottom of my heart, with all of my heart, I trust that God will bless and keep you all. I'm just a pilgrim on this road.